Alberta politics. Yeah, we're still talking about, of course, UCP uh, won a slim majority, but there is still a lot to dive into, like some of the new policies that we're already hearing about. The Council of Defeated, if that's what we're calling it, uh, a group of MLAs that did not win in their ridings now being treated as consultants. And the question of whether or not they're being paid in this position is one that's still up in the air. We're going to get some perspective from our guest, who is a professor in political science at Mount Royal University, Dr. Keith Brownsey. Dr. Brownsey, our first guest of the day. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing quite well, thank you, and um, enjoying the weather in Calgary. It's all very nice down here. <laughs> you know what? I love a thunderstorm, so I'm not even going to say that I'm jealous. I like that we've got something sort of looming <laughs> in the background here. It feels a little bit like the backdrop we have for our Alberta political scene. It, there's been a lot going on. I'm sure as a political scientist, this has been just like, I, I don't know, like a Christmas week for you, just with so much to digest and talk about and think about. How are you? How are you handling all of it? Um, just fine. I was out of town at a conference uh, for most of it, and so, I, I mean, my ear is worn out, and, uh, <laughs> you know, my dialing finger is sore and all the rest of it, but yeah, it was an interesting week, uh, to say the least. Anything that surprised you? I mean, I, I think that there was some, some, maybe some optimism from NDP supporters that, you know, that perhaps they could pull off a win here, but it doesn't seem like this is really anything that anyone didn't really expect oh no i i would have thought the ndp could have pulled this out of the hat uh, my big issue here was why would this province elect someone such as danielle smith i mean i had an mrna vaccine and apparently i'm a nazi sympathizer <laughs> um whoa um i've known people good friends of mine and family who've died from cancer and they had nothing to do with what happened. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the list goes on. Um, she insulted people, yet they smiled and voted for her. It's interesting because, you know, I wonder the same thing, you know, that really that fervent, staunch support, seemingly despite no matter what is said or no matter who yeah. is offended, no matter what, you know, foot and mouth syndrome exists on any given day. And I wonder if it's because there's just so much identity wrapped up in how Albertans view themselves as as being part of the conservative party. Is that is that something that overpowers then anything that the leader in this case, Danielle Smith, can say? Well, I can only speculate on that. No work's yeah. been done on it yet, and I, but there will be. But I think you're onto something there. I think people simply are uh, identif they identify as uh, conservative, and that's that. They're, no matter who is at the uh, head of the party, they'll go out and vote for that conservative party. Whether it's uh, the Wild Rose Alliance, the Wild Rose, the United Conservative Party, the Old Progressive Conservatives, that's where they're going to go. And look, I want to scratch at that surface a little bit. So if you are someone listening right now and you're feeling very frustrated and you just you think the UCP is great and you support Danielle Smith, how is it that you can separate some of those comments? And I mean, we could go down a rabbit hole of very of several of them. How can you separate what's been said and and say that you're still going to lend your support to the party? I would love to know how how you come to that in your mind. 780-496-0063 is the number to text, of course, would love to hear from you. But as we continue this conversation with Dr. Brownsey, you can send your comments in as we keep discussing this. Dr. Brownsey, I'm, I'm wondering what your perspective is on this 
this council of defeated. This came out very early this morning. <laughs> I can you can you clarify exactly what this is? Is this something that's been done before in politics? Because this feels sort of like a, an interesting it's, workaround. It's a nice workaround. I'll use your phrase on it. I'll you know blatantly steal it from you, and <laughs> you got to it. describe it. Um, it's goofy. I mean, the in Edmonton, the UCP candidates were defeated. That's it. The voters have spoken, and in some cases, overwhelmingly so. And uh, now Ms. Smith feels that to give her party some legitimacy to raise its profile in Edmonton, she needs this council. And it is, uh, as you said earlier, we don't know whether these people will be paid, whether they'll have an honorarium, expenses will be taken care of. But they will have input into the government. Now, they would anyway as defeated candidates at uh, various party meetings and uh, um, other uh, events to do with the United Conservative Party. But this is just to legitimize whatever controversial, you notice I didn't use the word goofball here, but controversial decision that Ms. Smith may come up with. What if, for example, uh, we wake up in three weeks and she says, we're not joining the $10 a day uh, daycare program. Our council in Edmonton says that it's uh, the responsibility of parents to raise these children on their own. Why should the taxpayer help? And these that's in line with arguments she's made on other issues in the past. But this council of the defeated is going to give her some cover, some legitimacy. It, it feels like, um, you know, democracy doesn't matter in a situation like this. These, these were MLAs that did not win in their ridings. And so yep. now to sort of lend them this type of power or this, this sway, it feels very unfair to those that did win in their ridings and to voters that chose and, and chose the way that they did. Yeah, exactly. Um, the thing is, they would have some influence anyway. I mean, they're, they're members okay. of the party. Uh, they would be consulted on certain issues. This formalizes it. And it's more a public relations stunt than anything else. As I mm. say, to give any of these controversial decisions that we know are coming, we're just waiting for them, we're all holding our breath, this gives them legitimacy. Like the, my counsel of the defeated in Edmonton tells me that right. X, Y, or Z. It feels, it feels, Dr. Brownsy, like it's a, it's a move to try to keep these MLAs really close and 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 really in the fold because the UCP can't afford to lose MLAs. If, if one MLA you know, leaves the party or something happens, I mean, I think that they're really in a compromised position. Is that part of the strategy to make sure that they have options? Well, it may be. Um, you, you know, um, the, the defeated MLAs may just decide to back out of politics. I mean, this is what you do when you lose, isn't it? Uh, you go away for a while, you lick your wounds, and you may decide to come back. I mean, that's Danielle Smith's story as well. So I, I'm not sure we can say that. But on the other hand, uh, it's a public relations exercise yeah. more than anything for me. And uh, I, I've got nothing comparable at the provincial level anywhere in Canada. Now, on the other hand, 
The, the, thank you for clarifying that. The NDP has been pretty quiet since the UCP win. I wonder what what that is about and what you think is next for that party. I want to get your perspective on that, Dr. Brownsey, but we do have to take a very short break. I promise we'll be really fast. Oh, sure. Going to get back into this conversation with our guest. who's a professor of political science at Mount Royal University, and I'd love for you to weigh in. Now we're a couple days removed from Decision Alberta. How are you feeling about our political landscape here in Alberta? 780-496-0063. We'll be right back in three minutes. The conversation that we're having right now with our guest, Professor of Political Science at Mount Royal University, Dr. Keith Brownsey. Dr. Brownsey, thanks so much for sticking around on hold. Really appreciate your time. It's my pleasure. So we have a question on the text line here that I want to get your perspective on, because I think we've talked a little bit about the way that the campaign unfolded and ultimately the result of the UCP win. Haley writes in, she says, I'm wondering why nobody's talking about how Rachel Notley bungled an election she could have easily won. And there's been, you know, some comments talking about maybe some missed opportunities in the campaign, a lot of finger pointing instead of um, you know, amplifying policy and um, and campaign platforms. What do you think about that? Do you think that this was that this was a bungle? What do you think the mistake was? Um, I don't think it was a bungled election. We're all twenty. We're, we're, we are all armchair quarterbacks. Yeah. You know, two days after the election, oh, we, uh, you know, the NDP should have done X, Y, or Z, or A, B, or C, or something like that. But remember, the NDP picked up what in eleven seats in Calgary, the bastion of Western conservatism. Uh, they did extraordinarily well. They, sure, they disappointed. I know they, the New Democrats uh, had hopes for Leduc or Lethbridge East or, and some of these other writings, uh, but it just didn't materialize. Now, you have to remember they have a party infrastructure in there like uh, no opposition party has had before. And they've got some real hotshot new MLAs there that are going to continue campaigning. Remember, we live in a 24-hour, 365-day-a-year campaign now. Mm -hmm. And you've got someone like uh, Julia Hayter in Calgary, Edgemont. She's not going to stop. Joe Cece in uh, downtown Calgary is not going to stop. Kathleen Ganley, the others, they're going to continue to organize. This is what they do. It's more than simply a job for these people. It's their passion, it's their avocation and vocation all mixed up in one. Do you think that Rachel Notley continues to lead? I know she said that she's going to stay on. Do you think that that's the right move for that party? I think it is. I think she puts a very familiar and congenial face on the New Democrats. And there doesn't seem that there are people waiting in the wings, I'm sure, but um, Rachel Notley's there for now, and I think the MLAs and party members will support her. Okay, let's talk about the party that is in power. We've heard some rumblings of MLAs suggesting that, uh, you know, while door knocking, saying, if you don't like Daniel Smith as the leader, don't worry, uh, we'll oust her. It's the party that you're really voting for. Do you think that it's a fractured UCP, or do you think that those are just rumors? Oh, I think it's uh, very, very faction oriented it's faction uh, factions all over the place and you of course you've, you'll have the urban rural split in the party you'll have your take back alberta group mm-hmm. and they're anywhere between 12 and 14 uh, mlas and they are very very far to the right um so this party is going to splinter all over the place now it's danielle smith's job to keep them together 
And I've heard very well-placed people within the uh, United Conservative Party say at most they give her two years until she's gone. Can you imagine that? She just won them a majority government in a situation where many didn't think they could win. And how how much... For me, the the issue here was, the in 2019, the UCP won 55 percent of the vote. In 2023, the UCP won um, uh, 52.5 percent of the vote, a little higher than that. That's remarkable. The NDP came up to 44 percent, but where did their vote come from? Not from the Conservatives, not from the old PCs. Sure, a few did, and, you know, they were highly um, uh, publicized, very much publicized. On the other hand, uh, the Alberta Party and the Liberals disappeared, and their vote seems to have gone over to the New Democrats. Hmm. So the, the base of the UCP is fairly strong. I mean, two years at the most, we'll see. Lover or hater, I don't think that Danielle Smith is someone that anyone can underestimate. I mean, this was an absolute undeniable comeback, and no one can really point a hole in that. Oh, I don't think we can underestimate her enough. Um, quite honestly, will she hold the party together? Yeah, probably. Does she have control of the party now? Hmm. Oh, absolutely. So those people out there who were A, campaigning, and saying, look, we'll get rid of her at the uh, leadership review this autumn. No, that won't happen. Or uh, she'll be gone in two years. No, that won't happen. She controls that party. Now, will she do all sorts of uh, things that a large segment, in the majority and a substantial majority of the province don't want? Yep, she <laughs> sure will. You know, Dr. Brownsey, you use the term armchair quarterback, and I think that's very appropriate. And that's what makes politics fun. You know, there's a lot to criticize. There's a lot to analyze. There's a lot to finger point towards. What are what are any strengths that you see now that, uh, of Alberta having a UCP government, this UCP government? Oh, I think we're going to have a federal-provincial uh, conflict like we've never seen, or at least not seen since the uh, 1930s. Uh, we're going to see the UCP government try and interfere with uh, federal jurisdiction, uh, specialized issues such as climate change or environmental assessment. Uh, we're going to see the rejection of many uh, federal programs from uh, daycare to um, <coughs> uh, care and others. It's going to be interesting to watch from that perspective. Uh, we may see the uh, coming of a provincial pension plan, which wouldn't work. It won't work. People would tell her that, uh, tell the government that, but they'll still push ahead with it. Okay, so slightly worrisome. A lot to talk about. I think we'll we'll definitely have more to discuss on another day. Dr. Brownsey, thank you so much for making the time. Really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. Uh, Have a good afternoon. Bye now. That's Dr. Keith Brownsey, Professor of Political Science at Mount Royal University.